You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio a 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Monday, Monday, so good to me. <laughs> Is it Friday yet? Yeah. Welcome to Morning's Lone Star. 45 minutes late today. Just apologize, folks. I blame it on me and only me. I do too, Dick. So, uh, sorry, you can't well, save everybody. Well, good news is we have a trainee here, and I'm really excited about having Ethan in the studio, who will probably be on at one point. Uh, we have to get him to sign their appropriate forms, and he has to get dressed. So, that's why I'm not part. dressed. Yeah. Well, you don't wear bottoms ever. So, yeah, just to let people know, if you're watching our YouTube channel on Mornings of Lone Star, he's never wearing bottoms. But uh, <laughs> Commando, it's not just a movie. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, welcome, Mornings of Lone Star. We're here every weekday morning, typically at 9 a.m. to 11. We're going to have fun this morning. Call in at any time, 936-647-3776. Uh, we are giving away Lori Morgan tickets this week. So mark your calendars for Wednesday. That's when we're going to do it. Uh, and then uh, you can also write down our phone number because that's probably how we're going to give it away to the live listeners first. That's 936-647-3776. The Olympics were kicked off over the weekend. That was a lot of fun. Uh, outside that, I watched a lot of Fifty Shades of Grey movie, but not the, the new one. Unfortunately, I have to go see that on Valentine's Day. So that's the way we, where the uh, fiancé and I could find time. And that was the only day. I was like, really? We're going to have to go to this theater on Valentine's Day with all these other people who like actually like this movie. Hey, are you going to get those special D-box seats that kind of move with the action? Oh, so like... They vibrate Well, well what stuff? was great is they had it on IMAX. <laughs> and I was like, Holly, do you... The, the earliest time, because we we're going to go on Saturday, and... Uh, but the earliest time we could only go because she had to go meet people was at 11. And unfortunately for her, she worked like the, like three days before. And so she basically just told me, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep in. And I was like, okay, but we're going to miss the D-Box. It's called like RBX or RPX. Well, well, I went to the D-Box to see the Star Wars But movies. it's called D-Box, right? Because yeah, uh-huh. at this, uh, where she lives in Houston, there was uh, the marquee on I-10. <laughs> it had IMAX, regular, and then it had a thing called like RBX. It's probably the same thing as the D-Box. So each- they had it for all three for that movie. And I go, really? Do I really need to see Fifty Shades Freed on IMAX? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you never want to see something like really close up and personal, there you go. Five stories tall is an IMAX screen. Think about it. 60 feet tall. Well, that's what I'm thinking to myself. And then the reason we're, I'm watching that movie, not because I love my fiance, is because we're reviewing it on the ticket stuff. And so you know, it's important we go see it. And I thought it. the girl was the masochist. Yeah. And then so I'm trying to find a time I could go bring a notepad and pen. <clears throat> So I can write my notes during the show. And usually when you go to like full theaters, I like to have one of those pens that has a little light on it when uh-huh. you're writing. But uh, I, I go, but everyone sits in the back on IMAXs because no one can like there's no way you can be front row. You've been front row in IMAX before. Uh, I was in the third row one time and it was like and you can't watch the movie. No, I just looking for straight up nostrils or yeah. four stories above you. I saw the dark night uh-huh. and it was like all I, 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 I had to leave because I was getting a headache from all the noise. But then I couldn't see what was happening. So my brain was trying to register the punches and things. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I just see blurs. Have you ever seen a 3D IMAX? Yes. I, I saw one 3D uh, movie in IMAX. It was awesome. It, it was really well done. It was uh, about an uh, 
uh, a, an airplane uh, prop plane that would go over the Himalayas to deliver mail, and it crashed, and him trying to get back to safety. And uh, so it was a drama. It wasn't actually a documentary. It was really nicely done. Was there cannibalism involved? There was no can because he was by himself. Oh, we could eat himself, right? You could. That was a Stephen King story. Oof. I know, right? Oof. Speaking of which, isn't it out on a DVD? Now? I imagine. I, I need to. I need to watch that. I think people were disappointed because Get Out got nominated for all the the Academy Awards and stuff, and it was the the counter movie to that from like the scary thriller. Mm -hmm. But I guess they can only give one scary thriller the awards. That's right. That's, that's probably what booted a, a, a disaster artist out. Oh, we, we got two scary movies. Let's get rid of yeah, the disaster probably artist. Probably would happen. Yeah. That's probably would happen. Not because, you know, Not because a of James movie. Franco, uh, you know, being accused of stuff. You know what's funny is over the weekend, there has been a lot of outcry for that. Uh, a lot of people are just saying, don't do it anymore because you're ruining people's lives. Like, I think the president <clears throat> said something, and then, I, I, like, two, well, yeah. two major producers. One of uh, Trump's aides actually uh, left. He's been accused by, I think, two ex-wives. Okay. And so what Trump's main response was, you basically, well, I've said on occasion, I miss the days of, uh, of pre presumption of innocence. You know, nowadays, you, all you got to do is say it. This guy may very well be what he said. You got two ex-wives saying that, so you got to consider the source, two women, but also two ex-wives. Because I think even like a major, major actor royalty like Ian McKellen mm -hmm. and those kind of guys are saying this is getting ridiculous. It, it is. Well, it, it also came with the, oh, someone, you know, George Bush Sr. touched my hiney or this and that, or, you know, someone's arm brushed my breast and I'm offended. And of course, that's how the pendulum goes, and then it's going to start to go back the other way. We'll be able to separate the wheat from the chaff, and and give due attention to those who really have a grievance or a rightful grievance, and those who just get butt hurt because someone says the well, wrong thing. To well, them. well, the reason I kind of brought this up because they're finally uh, doing some type of courtroom involving Harvey Weinstein. It's mm -hmm. The uh, New York attorney is suing the company. And what's interesting, reading more about the company and about all the harassment suits in the company, basically what is, what's happening now is all the things they already settled and everything has been frozen mm -hmm. because they were going to sell the company to, like, I think some lady who's going to overturn everything and do more of, like, a positive kind of leadership kind of thing. But now they can't do that of course. because the, the New York attorney general is suing them. Over civil rights violations, so everything's been frozen. Oh man! And so now there's an outcry. Basically, they're trying to say this: this attorney general is just trying to get money, basically. And the money was already going. There's already a motion to go towards these people who have been victimized and things like that. So I wonder what's going to happen with that. It's a kerfuffle for sure, and I think it's going to kick back in. We've been, you've noticed, Dick. It's been kind of quiet the last couple of weeks about that. But yeah. um, you know, Richard Dreyfus here, or something there. That that's about it. I think it's about to kick in once the legal remedies begin. Well, I mean, uh, uh, what's unfortunate and fortunate about a monster like that guy, an alleged monster, alleged monster, uh, he, he'll probably do it again. And hopefully, when he does do it again, it will will be something where proof is acquired. Well, that's the whole thing. It's the the punishment needs to fit the crime or more importantly, the punishment needs to fit the ability to impact the pun the the the, the guy who needs the punishment. If that makes sense. I remember watching a uh, a Law and Order episode of all things. So you you I know you're I told you that show up. has everything. Well, I don't know if this was SVU or not, 
But this guy was on trial, and a, a like a billionaire was uh, a fan of his. Like, hey, this guy works for me. I know he's innocent. I'm going to put up his bail money. What's the bail? Oh, five hundred thousand. Oh, it's nothing. I, you know, the judge said, "Well, no. It's, uh, then I'm raising it to like five million dollars." And he said, "The reason why the judge said why he raised the bail was it, the person giving the the bond money had to have a vested interest in uh, trust in the guy, and so if it didn't hurt you to give the bond money." Then no matter what amount it was, you're yes. going to give it. And it was interesting because I, at first I'm like, no, you can't do that judge. Then I thought about it and it makes sense. And I think the punishment, you know, you can slap a, it's like a athletes who get a, you know, $5,000 fine for, for punching someone else in the face. They spend more at that, you know, at the car wash. So you needs to be a $5 million fine or losing. Well, an some endorsement. states don't even have bail. Mm-hmm. Like I think DC, about that, I think but... Washington DC has a merit system. Like you're just you get out no matter what, and then it's just kind of like uh, Washington DC, the murder capital of the world. Well, yeah. I okay, th I just because, thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know. I think they they don't have the bell system. Well, yeah, uh, you know, I well Washington DC not not being at the vanguard of good sense. I dick. Well, like speaking dick. of bail, like this guy, San Francisco 49er Reuben Foster got arrested on Sunday for suspicion of domestic violence. His bail was seventy five thousand dollars. Mm hmm. Well, no, is that bail or the bond? The bail. OK. So the bond is only seven thousand five hundred dollars. Seventy five thousand. What did you say his bail was? Seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah, the bail. So a bond is 10 percent of the bail. Uh, OK, so he's paying. He has to pay that. Yeah. When you, when you, you can bond out. And that's when you go to a bail bondsman and okay. dog the bounty hunter. And or stuff you can like pay that. yourself. I think he probably seventy five thousand. Seventy five grand. Hold on, let me check my other sock. I think I got it tucked in there. But yeah, other than that, I know uh, that Black Panther is coming out this weekend. That's a big movie. I thought uh, I can't wait. This it's this weekend. Week? It's this weekend. I know it's we still keep, not out. Yeah, it's still not. You're out. teasing me, Dick. Uh, no, because this big this weekend was the big uh, Fifty Shades Free, bro. Because you know the same audiences are going to watch both. Well, they, I heard they're having special double features. So Black I will Panther say, I will say that Shades of I did see uh, the, the first two Fifty Shades movies and I do not recommend them to anybody at all. You didn't learn any new moves? Well, typically when I watch movies like that, that have been written off literature, I always go, I wonder if the book's better, but I didn't ask that. I didn't care. I don't care if it's better or if it's different. Like I go, I still don't understand why this is a movie unless it's. There's a new genre they're trying to create, like late night, but it's like doesn't cross the line of triple X. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know where they're going with it because you know they're going to make more movies like this somehow. Well, they're going to try. I think the others are kind of holding back, waiting to see if it succeeds. And so far, maybe not. I think the the bloom is off that rose. I'm telling you, watch Exit to Eden. You, you get all the fun you want I mean, on that. Jeez, Rosie O'Donnell and leather. No, but outside that, uh, yeah. Are there any big news stories that you discovered before we take our music break? Um, we, well, when we come back, we can talk about, um, you know, some of the media has a love affair with our favorite whack job, Kim Jong-un's sister. And favorite now, whack job being I, Kim Jong-un. See, I, I saw reports on people criticizing these reports, but mm -hmm. I didn't actually see I never saw the actual reports. Yeah, I, I actually did. And New, New York Post actually wrote something like, uh, uh, "It's people have decided she's won the gold in diplomacy. And people are like, who, who, who? who Decide on the two Yeah, like, it's it's with a dazzling smile. She so someone actually wrote uh, without having to say a word, just with her smile. She did more. Uh, she was more diplomatic than Vice President Mike Pence because he didn't shake her hand. Yeah, you know, he, because North Korea is an enemy state. 
You don't yeah. go up and you, sh you don't shake Hitler's hand. You don't shake Stalin's hand. Okay. You don't do it. And here's the thing. If, if Trump right now went to go shake uh, Putin's hand, oh my God, it's proof of collusion because he's shaking his well, hand. Did, did Germany shake Poland's hand? Hmm? Well, in, 19, no. in 1936, did Germany ever make a move? Between uh, during the Olympics, or was that after the Olympics he made his blitzkrieg? Right after 1938 was uh, the Olympics, and that's when he was coming into power. He was annexing Poland at that time. At, like literally at that time, he mm -hmm. had people in Poland. Yeah, yeah, people were getting a sense of okay, you know, Oof, this is a man. Yeah, that's rough. Mm. But uh, you know, outside of the politics of Olympics, I watched curling for three hours yesterday. And I hey, will. Did you take notes? I did. I'm not kidding movie? you. We, we, if, uh, Ethan's wondering he, what he's the like, hell what, we're what, talking yeah. about. Yeah, so we've been talking about curling and that they, they yell at each other. And it's hilarious, especially when they're speaking in a foreign language. So I don't know what they're saying. But it's France. So, yeah, so it was I watched Norway play China and then I watched uh, China play another team. But then what was great was you get the sense of, you know, they're very competitive. They yell at each other when to sweep, when not to sweep. But then. Then you watch the Canadians, and they don't really yell at each other. They're too nice about it, <laughs> and it's really funny because you actually can understand they speak English, and uh, it, it, that kind of changed the whole thing for me because they weren't yelling like, sweep, 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 <laughs> and uh, yeah, but it, I, I kind of follow the sport, and it actually seems like a fun game if – I mean, like it's if, like if shuffleboard you're into, yeah, on if you're into that stuff. So, and we are Dick. We are into well, it. Well, you know, there was a couple times where, like, I didn't really get where you could sweep other people's pucks. Apparently you can do that, and they're so good about stepping over all the mess without touching because you get a penalty if you touch it. Mm -hmm. But they're like they're skating backwards on their shoes and they're sweeping, and then like they know where where to lift their leg up so they don't hit the other person's puck. And then do, you, do they use the force? Do you think the Phantom Menace would have been better if they'd had curling instead of that pod race? Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. I think anything would have been an improvement personally, but yeah. Well, they what they should have done with that scene is they should have had the big the opening ceremony, mm -hmm. and then they should have had the typical George Lucas. There's three plots going on during this moment, and that's what they should have focused on. It had no two other plots going, so you didn't have to watch the Instead whole. Instead of a race. 47 minute, yeah, you didn't have to race. watch the pod because okay. the pod race was cool. But I mean, if you got in little doses, it'd be even better. Because seeing Extremely a little kid, little seeing doses. a little kid do that, you're like, Ugh. Darth Vader yeah. does not say yippee in any oh, time in his totally life. Totally does. You're listening to Mornings of Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We're gonna be hanging out for another hour. We don't have a guest today, but we do have several guests tomorrow. I'm actually kind of excited about tomorrow, but we'll talk more about that. Ooh, and we'll talk more about Lloyd Morgan. Uh, the tickets we're giving away in Sugarland on March 3rd. So make sure to follow us on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. We're going to take a music break. Feel free to call in during that, 936-647-3776. Or just visit IRLoneStar.com for more contact info for us. We'll be right back here on Morning's Lone Star. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, 
Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. Be here with me. Monday, Monday, can't trust that day. Monday, Good morning. Monday. Welcome back to Mornings with Lone Star. It is 10.07 and a balmy 39 degrees. I have that taste in my mouth where like I slept, taste well, I, I slept so well uh-huh. and then I brushed my teeth like twice, but I still have that. Oh, the, uh-huh. I know. It's you like, got to brush your tongue. I did. Did you squeeze yeah. your tongue out? I did everything I could. Okay. And it's still there. I Here, breathe over well. this way. Breathe it. Yeah. Oh, I did have a strange dream, It is Nifty Fresh. You did? Was I in it? Uh, no, but it was... It took place in the 70s. And it was like a murder mystery kind of thing. And I was like I was like a cop driving a Ford uh, town car. So since you weren't like alive in the 70s, is this like Dick's... Uh, what my envision of the 70s? Like my hair, of the 70s? I had sideburns and I had shaggy hair. <laughs> and it was like... And I, I wore aviators and I had a really big triangle collar. And it was kind of surreal because I was long for the ride. I wasn't one driving. It was like my partner. And it was it was really cool. I don't know if like the movies I watched all mixed together so the plot was getting... Thick. Everyone's got their preconceived notions. I had a, a couple of my uh, step-siblings uh, fly in yesterday, and uh, one's from New Mexico, one's from Colorado, and they're used to the cold, right? But they didn't bother to check the weather, so they, like, came here in shirt sleeves. Because it's Houston. It's always hot and muggy in Houston. They're freezing to death. They're like, what is? What the hell's... Hey, Houston's, with- Houston's very confusing these days. Yeah. You know, the old, you can't have four seasons in one month, and Houston says, uh, hold my beer. Let me show you yeah. how it's done. Well, my favorite thing is watching the weather people try to explain what's happening. <laughs> and they're just kind of like, this is how it is. Like, there you go. Especially yesterday when it dropped from 70 to 40 degrees. Right. Because right now it is 40 degrees outside right now. Yeah, it is, yeah. I got officially 39 in spring. So up here, probably right around there. High of 51 today. It's going to get down to 45 tonight. Yeah. And then we're going to go anywhere from the 50s to the 70s over the next few days with some rain. I, uh, I'm not a fan of the rain right now, but uh, we'll see how it turns out. Good weather. A little, I little, guess. little overcast I today. Guess. But uh, at least no snow like they're having in the Winter Olympics. And yeah, I was South looking at how cold it was there, watching the bathlon people and then watching uh, the cross-country folks. 
it's pretty insane how cold it is while they're doing that, and it, it affects their overall numbers. So it's fine to see them. Like when, just, when you can't feel your, you know, entire body, that it, may that may cut down your speed. And, and I was telling you, there was a crash. I think it was during the cross country. I don't think it was the bathlon. There was a crash with the male division. And you know how when you fall when it's cold <laughs> and you yeah. have all those like moving parts, like one guy just kept getting hit with the ski because he like wasn't the one who caused the fall, but he was the one unfortunately behind like the third person. So he's like, oh, I can't stop. And then when people try and get up, you see these skis and like hit him in the nose, hit him in the nose. He's like, oh, oh. And you know that hurts the next day. You're like your face is twice as big. Or getting hit on the, you the know, knuckles, the cold hand with yeah. the, on the knuckles. Oh my god, that would just drive me crazy. I'd be a summer Olympics man only at that. But the Olympics <laughs> are very exciting. Uh, I did watch the first medal for the, uh, I believe it's the snowboarding. Like mm-hmm. it was the seventeen year old one. And the NBC sound mixer did not kill him his mic because he said the. Uh, bad words on the air and it was great was, did he pull a joe biden uh what did joe biden say oh on a hot mic we effing did it oh we yeah it was definitely it, yeah. along the lines of oh, that yeah. and uh, my favorite thing about that kid because usually when the first medal or anything american they're gonna focus on him for like five ten minutes mm-hmm. and then my favorite thing was his dad his dad was a Cleveland Browns fan. You could tell because he's wearing Cleveland Browns gear. Like, and every time they showed him, he's oh man, like, you know the Browns eight, paid him money to he, do that. He's wearing different brand, like a hat, and he always has a beer in his hand, and he has a big beard. I was like, this guy's great. He's so proud of his son. He's just enjoying this time. I bet he never would probably ever go to South Korea ever, <laughs> but he's there and he's enjoying. The two himself. things I enjoy in life is my son and Budweiser. As he holds the beer, no, up I'm not kidding you. Every scene, like even while watching his son. Because they keep showing him, and it's like he has a beer in his hand. And it's like, you like, know he's having a good time. <laughs> but, yeah, that was cool to watch his uh, his run. I actually watched it live, so that was interesting to see him win that one. And then uh, today, Monday, they're giving the uh, another biathlon and then the cross-country skiing and the freestyle skiing today. Uh, there's a lot of other rewards today, too. But a lot of people care about the figure skating. I mean, I don't. I try to watch it, and I'm not kidding you. This guy looked like I was watching the Hunger Games, like his outfit. It was yeah. Well, a lot of it's the interpretation. No, I I, I love figure skating, but you no, know, the host, not the not the skaters, the host. Oh, did he have like the like he literally had a pomodor? poof. He had a poof that was probably four inches tall, and he had a glittering jacket on. And I'm oh, like, could that have been um? Oh God, what's something the... weird. Something weird. Yeah, no, he's um a former figure skater. Okay, he, well, he, he looked like straight out from the former the Olympian. Dance. Um, oh, I, I know exactly who you're talking about because he brought this. Well, there's no other word for it. Flamboyancy to the Winter Olympics a few years ago, but like really nailed it. Uh, he he, he kind of re-energized it. Every now and then, you get like the Michelle Kwan or the Aksuna Bayouls. Who re-energized? You really do know your. I do, your man. Skating. Hey, there. That's actually kind of. I uh, once upon a time I dated an ice skater, and there were there were about forty two good reasons for that. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Off the air. Well, <laughs> well, okay, you know what? Explain this to me. I wish a, a listener could help me out with this one. So we know Russia is banned. Correct. So I was watching f- uh, the figure skating. Apparently, a new a newer thing is at the opening, like four days, five days. They do team skate. Okay. Which is they basically have an individual woman, individual man, uh, and two pairs do a set and then the combined score. But somehow Russia has a team. It's a – I thought it was a team of – Russians. But they don't call it Russia. Yeah, they're – But uh, I'm thinking to myself, how is that allowed? These ones tested clean. I know, but they, I always – I thought the rules were they 
apply to be in the Olympics as an individual? No, I think they. it's almost like a, a fake country. It's almost like a Bitcoin thing where you apply for uh, uh, a... But they, they would, to go onto a but team. But they would all be under the Olympic team. So, like, if another Correct. person from another country did the same thing, they'd be under the same thing, right? They wouldn't be... No, it would be this, the same fake because team, when they, do, when they do the total medals at the end, they'll say, oh, in fourth place, the people who don't have a country. That's basically it. But this is no, because they're all, all these dudes are from Russia. And so I was like, is that fair to have a team? Well, they're probably the only ones that qualified. See, the, the, this whole setup is for countries that may not have enough people to put out a full team. You know, yeah. it's like they just make no, it. They like, got around it. I know they did. did. I wish someone can explain it to me because I was a little. I was. I was trying to understand the rules because that's the way I understood it. It's like they got banned. The, the Russia got banned, banned. Team Russia got banned. Banned and no, no, they didn't because they they won second place as a team. Very interesting. We, then something must have changed somewhere. We need to look into that because I don't. I wish someone because the these uh, was it the thirty seven Russians who who signed up. Where they signed up kind of as individuals, but to go under this this special umbrella team of, you, you know, people with no homes or orphans, because you you can have a, a country that just doesn't have enough for a full bobsled team or a full whatever, and so they can go in uh, as as this uh, independent. That's the best way to phrase it. Yeah, I don't believe it. Have you seen the uh, the love story with uh, our favorite whack job, and the sister of our favorite whack job? Oh, you're telling me about that. Yeah, it's um, there are some media outlets, and I'm not going to turn this political by any stretch of the imagination. You've already done it. But <laughs> th this woman, the people are uh, one uh, outlet is uh, compared her to Ivanka Trump. She's got style and class, and, and with a smile, she's she's showing the most diplomacy. However, this woman, Kim Yo Jong, is the literal director of propaganda for the People's Republic. That's like if she gave you a business card, that's what it would say. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes, she is. She's the director of propaganda and agitation department. Okay. And here's the thing is because she's talking, she gave this wonderful speech about uh, the re you know, hopeful unification of the Koreas and, and these people going, yeah, yeah, yeah. According to the North Korean manifesto, that means the total obliteration of the South Korean government to where the North Korean government takes over South Korea. That's what unification means to them. So people are just, even Jake Tapper, who's a CNN uh, and a uh, uh, Talking Head host said, if you hate her less than the American president, something's wrong with you. This is a CNN person saying that because we, we, there are people, you know, we got three Americans rotting in a North Korean gulag right now um, for, you know, crimes against yeah, the Yeah, I state. guess it's kind of, I mean, you're trying to make it all about the Olympics. I imagine that's kind of like, we're supposed to be positive. This is supposed to bring all the countries to a, t a neutral table where we're all. But they're making her this thing and making a political. Oh, where they said she she was more different because Mike Pence did not shake her hand. Oh, I mean, people really do have a lot of cameras on people, don't they? Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, there were just some people you don't shake hands with. So anyhow, I thought that was funny. And well, that'd be great because they have cameras. That's the perfect opportunity. Reach your hand out, but like, hey, can we talk about those three people you have? You know, in jail. Yeah, so, yeah. If we that? have the microphone on you, but apparently NBC is all, uh, kind of across the board getting spanked on their coverage. Oh, it's awful that Katie Couric just won't be well, quiet. Well, no, their their main issue that I've discovered is they refuse to do it live all the time. So you have to go through their schedule, through their website, to see when they're actually showing something live. Because what will happen more likely is you'll get a text from 
Apple News or whatever who won the gold medal, but they're not showing it because they're showing a replay of another American event. So they're like, you're not in the loop when people are losing or winning. And that's, they only, I think only 25 to 40% of their actual coverage is live because right now it's nighttime there. Right. So and that's actually happened many times. They did that and it's been they, handled they, better. They did that last time with China and mm -hmm. it was awful because you couldn't watch any event and know who won or not. And they would ruin it. Like the newspapers would ruin it or the internet would ruin it because you're trying to watch it. But the only way to watch it is through NBC and NBC's showing it 12 hours late. Mm -hmm. So it's awful. It's awful. Yeah, in the past they have had the whole, you know, time delay. But back in like the the 80s when when I was remembering it, it was this big national thing where okay, we're about to give Olympics course, turn off your radio for the next 42 seconds, and newspapers to get on board with it too. But now with the dearth of the 24-hour news cycle, you know, yeah. where you gotta you got, have you it. got to, and you're, you're com I mean, I don't, that's one thing I didn't understand about NBC. Like, might as well just do it 24 hours, like just cover it at night. And so, because some people will be willing to watch figure skating at night, like you. But then and they won't be able to show the blacklist or Chicago no, Fire. No. Or at least have a stream. There you something. go. You know, or at least advertise that they might there have that. There you go. I just know I got screwed over by one of the events because I got a text from Apple. And I was like, Damn Apple. news update. This person got gold. And I was like, what? Well, so, might have been saying, click here to find out who won. No. So, you subscribe to the wrong news, my friend. That's probably... Sure. It is 1019. <laughs> Morning's Lone Star brought to you by Conroe Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and Centurion Wealth Advisor. It's Monday, folks. Monday, we're, Monday. we're getting there. <laughs> we still got a couple uh, more minutes here. We're going to do a quick sponsor break. We'll be back here on Mornings with Lone Star. I thought Sean was going to say it. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net. 
or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. Welcome back, Morning's Lone Star 1023. You're listening live on IRLoneStar.com and, of course, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We are sponsored by Montgomery County's own Centurion Wealth Advisor, Conroe Coffee, and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. They're supporting this morning radio program, so special thanks to them. Uh, if you're just now joining us, we got till about 11 o'clock today. We got a full lineup on Lone Star Community Radio. It's going to be a busy day if you like talk radio, if you like music. Everything's going down on Lone Star Community Radio. So uh, we are talking about the Olympics. We're talking about you know the politics on the side. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around the NOC medalists from Russia. Like, do they does that count after this Olympics? Do those medals go to Russia, or when they when you look at the total medal count and the whole, all of the Olympics, do they not get those, or do they? Ru- Team Russia does not get those medals. because so, so they dominate. They well, I, I I was curious. Last year they won. They won total medal count mm-hmm. at the last Winter Olympics. So there were there were competitors. Now they're gonna be not uh, right. But you know, you know that's just the way it is. But we were talking about because I haven't watched them. I was kind of busy this weekend. But you said that the coverage just is subpar. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're trying to prioritize the American angle, which is normal. I mean, it's yeah. NBC, it's America. But I think uh, I think a lot of people who like watching the Olympics like watching the Olympics. Mm-hmm. They don't really particularly care. You have a patriotic fever, but you want the whole, it's the whole point of the yeah. Olympics is for everyone to come together and so, unite. I mean, yeah. Cause I mean, a lot of people are saying you should watch the BBC and then apparently CBC in Canada has a good coverage and it's actually showing the live stuff. Uh, <laughs> According to the North Korean TV feed, there are, are no other teams. It's just North Korea. Well, it's funny. I haven't seen a North Korean compete. Well, because maybe it's, it's a combined be- team. That's is the, it? They actually combine the team, North and South. That's cheating. Is it kind of like what Great Britain did at the Summer Olympics? Well, remember, Great Britain is England, Ireland, Scotland. Yeah, but they, they changed the team. Because I remember for soccer, it was a big deal. Because soccer has some okay players from Northern Ireland and some from Ireland. And mm-hmm. they have their own FIFA team. But then for the Olympics, they combined all three. And well, it was a big deal. Under because, the guise of the Great Britain, you could do that because they're all part of Great Britain. It's like different states. Maybe Canada and the United States should get together for the hockey team. And then be, be the all-American and then, team. And then, yeah, all, man, the people get so upset about that. <laughs> right. Uh, no, they do, I guess, yeah, we could just do, let's just do north to south of the Americas. And we'll just be the powerhouse. <laughs> Division but, uh, three, District three of the Hunger Games. But, you know, it's one thing I do love about the Olympics is you learn more about other countries and about what, you know, what they focus on. And I saw a woman from Kazakhstan. She got, I think she got bronze, which was really impressive to me because I can't imagine how people live in Kazakhstan. And on top of that, how many are snowboarders? So, <laughs> uh, but I've been, I know there's snow there. I know it's a snowy country, but, you know, it's just funny that, you know, some 18-year-old from Kazakhstan went, you know, I was like, oh, wow, okay, okay. Uh, he learned to snowboard by escaping, uh, you know, state police by grabbing a, a door. She, she did, did, I'm sorry. Uh, by grabbing uh, a door and sliding down, never know. dodging bullets they fired the, after her. The uh, skeleton, we had a first USA win in the skeleton, or the luge. Oh, the single oh okay. luge. Yeah, he got he got a silver. 
Well, good on and, him. Uh, yeah, those people. I'm just waiting for them to fly off because they're going fast. Yeah. Oh, that's some um, that's some serious stuff. The the luges and. Mm-mm. I'm still convinced what they should do for off, like not off season, but like during the break times, they should get normal people to do these things so they can see how hard it is. Oh, yeah, for all the armchair quarterbacks, I can do that. Yeah, they're so good at it. They make it look so, especially the skiing and stuff. Like I watched uh, the event where they're skiing down, I forgot what it's called, but there's a bunch of hills and it looks like it'll crush your knees if you like it just aren't a super athlete and they have to do backflips and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what they call it, but. I was like, I can't believe people do that because you have to imagine them at four years old and they can not, they can't walk. Mm-hmm. That's just gross. I, I, I'm I'm right there with you on that one. But yeah, I I do love the couch potatoes. Oh, how hard can it be? Come on, win a gold. I can. Well, do I that. just want to see that one guy go down the luge. And he's like, all right, this is what you do. Bow, bow, you just bow. sit on this. Oh, okay, yeah, I got it. How hard can it be? <laughs> I can't feel my <laughs> for my nose down. Oh no, that's one thing I wish the the uh, adventurous journalism would happen. Katie Kirk would be over there and be like, right, I'm going to try to do the bobsled. I'm with Jack, who's an official representative from the Olympics, and we're going to go on the tandem bobsled together. The screams would and shatter eardrums. Dogs would howl at the, the pitch of her screams if she tried that. But, uh, <laughs> I guess I'll tune in at some point to, to watch the Olympics. Well, uh, it would be even better as you get John, who's like the truck guy, and it's like, John, you're going to be doing the biathlon for us. So you have to complete it. And it's like three days later, you see him like, oh, man, they're good. They're good. <laughs> That's why you put time limits on marathons, because you'd be that, I'd be that guy 18 hours later, uh, halfway there. That's great. Oh, that would be me. But yeah, so uh, for good or ill, we will watch the Olympics and I'll definitely watch the closing ceremonies and keep up with the, the medal count. But I'm just not inspired. And NBC's not inspiring me to tune in. So I may tune into BBC or something just to, to get some better uh, better sense of it. Okay. Um, what's what? a, what's happening more local? And you think? Oh, um, well, I know this weekend we. I know last weekend was the uh, parade, mm-hmm. the Black History Month parade, and yeah. this weekend is another parade for the Go Texans to kick off the Houston Livestock and Rodeo. You know, every year I get stuck behind those trail riders. I don't care where they are or where I am or where are I'm You're talking about Houston? Yeah, you know, oh, that, yeah. That, that darn well, where they, they, do they go it, through. It, I get stuck behind them. It's happening here, and at the same time, actually, downtown Conroe will be the place to go this weekend if you're looking for places, uh, things to do on Sunday, Saturday, because we're having an Arbor Day uh, celebration yeah, at from the same time. 9 to 1 at Founders Park in Conroe. Free which is, trees. Which is across the street from here. Uh-huh. And then we have— uh, Do you the, want to get the, a free tree from them? Yeah. I will. He's like, that last year I got one, and fortunately that tree flooded out, so I'm going to get another one this year. But then we have the parade. Uh-huh. So that's great. Are we are we like the Grand Marshals or something? No, we're just going to be here broadcasting. Okay. So. We can do that. It's going to be fun. Okay. Yeah, that's what's going on this weekend. Cool. That's yeah. good stuff happening. Um, I know that Steel Magnolia is closed, and I went to catch it over the weekend, uh-huh. and it was it was beautiful. The the the, oh, the talent. Beautiful. It, it was. The talent, the talent on that stage was awesome, and now it's... Hello, Dolly, over at the Crichton Theater, and that one's selling out uh, quick. In fact, I'm going to have to uh, grab some tickets pretty soon. Looking forward to that Beautiful. One. Are you making fun of my theatrical yes. effervescence? Yes. I'm good with that. But outside that, yeah, it's, uh, there you go. Things We're, happen. Show's over. Yeah, folks. that's all we got. No, uh, well, actually, it's, it's kind of a bad way to segue out. We do have to do our music break, but. Uh, Conroe, where people come to be. Yeah. What? I just what made are that you talking one. talking about? I'm just trying to get a tagline for, you know. Okay. When we come back, we're going to talk more details about Lori Morgan, how to win tickets on Wednesday. 
And then we'll also kind of go what's going to happen for the rest of the week with us. We have several special guests coming Woo-hoo! in. Uh, things are happening in the month of February in Conroe and in Montgomery County and things like that. And then outside that, we're going to have some fun. Call in 936-647-3776 here. Uh, and then, yeah, there you go. There we are. Game over. Game over, We'll man. be right back. Game over. We'll be right back. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your financial house in order. Welcome back to Mornings with Lone Star. It is 1040. We're under our final 20 minutes. What are we going to do, Dick? What are we going to do? Well, I kind of cut you off. So I want you to kind of talk about what you wanted to talk about. I want to talk about life, the universe, and everything. Oh, you saw that movie again? <laughs> uh, man, Fifty Shades Free gets you, gets you thinking about, you know, flat earths and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. I'm just picturing you in the cinema with IMAX in the, in the back row with a pad and pen and the usher going, sir, can I help you? Oh, no, I'm just taking notes. <laughs> well, sir, there are books for that. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, just, yeah. I'm really looking forward, though, to the ticket stub because that's going to be a lot of fun with all the significant others and kind of talking about the movies. I, I will be I don't know in. what movies they watched. I don't know what they picked yet. So I definitely will be tuning in. They probably picked the, you know, the, the chick flick like Sleepless in Seattle, you know, the safe one. But only... I, put, only I push. Dick. Boundaries. Only my dick. On the air, he's all mine, ladies. Back off. Back off. Only my dick can, you can better, go all the you way. Better, you better back off. <laughs> back off, gals. I saw him first. But what else is going on? A little bit of bad, sad news. Uh, Vic Damone passed away this morning. Uh, uh, one of the crooners, you know, Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, you know, one of the, the, the biggies. He recorded like 2,500 songs. He was very prodigious. He passed away. That's kind of sad. And I also believe he was on... Wasn't he the no no? It was uh, Darren? Uh, mm, there was a crooner mm. who was on Dark, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine as one of the holodeck characters. He was like a returning character. 
I thought it was Vic Damone. Uh, it might be. I'll have to look into that. But anyhow, Vic Damone passed away. Here's something interesting, and not a, nothing political about this, just, just, just a statement that the president is putting forward a $1.5 trillion infrastructure plan. Basically, there, I think it can't be denied. There's a lot of uh, American infrastructure that's in dire need of, of repair. Now, infrastructure, if you know what it is, that's uh, the ability to get from A to B. R roads, railroads, uh, bridges, uh, waterways, you know, stuff like that. So what that. you're telling me is he's going to release all this money and no one's going to be accountable for it and it's going to be lost. And so when I get a flat tire on my interstate highway due to a pothole— I can curse at him. Well, this is the difference. Or is it AAA? I need to curse at him. Yeah, AAA. You definitely got to. We should curse get him back on the air and talk about this. President Trump? No, the our AAA. Connection. I know, right? Our AAA guy. We haven't talked about them in a while. So well, they, they think they're getting out of it. I mean, I think this affects them, doesn't it? It would absolutely uh, because well, they'd go after their little hole diggers, pothole diggers. No, we'll definitely need to get him, Daniel. We need to get Daniel back. But this is significant. One point five trillion is pretty much, I think, you know, what would be needed. And of course, there's pork in there. Oh, is you've, been, you've been really thinking about. Yeah, this. I have. I have. Well, actually, think about it. Bridges that have gone down. We, people always talk about it. It's like the weather, everyone always talks about. Well, those videos always freak me out too. Watching bridges collapse because mm -hmm. it's not. A, it's way too surreal. And then all of a sudden, it's like it's over, and you're like, man. <laughs> It's all fun and games, so you plummet, you know, 500 feet below into the like, did water. You ever, there's a documentary that came out, I believe, three or four years ago, and it was about the suicides over at the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm -hmm. And it was, it, what it was, uh, it turned out, was this guy who had, like, a bird-watching camera. And what happened is the camera kept, find, like, picking up people committing suicide. So he, like, he started archiving the footage. And over a course of, like, I don't know, eight to ten years, he had all this stuff about it and so he did research about each person about what you know what was going on in their lives and it, like it, the whole foot i mean it's really creepy because it's his camera was perched on a house that's on like one of the mountains that's because you know over there by the golden gate bridge mm -hmm. golden gate bridge but yeah it was really creepy i i actually saw i'm presuming it's the same one i saw some footage and yeah you're absolutely right kind of kind of sends a chill well uh, especially imagine being that guy who's a bird watcher and it's just like, oh, well, I wonder what happened today. And then you, you <laughs> oh, see. Oh, that's not a cardinal. You, you see the thought process of this poor soul, you know, wandering about, wondering about his life and then her life and then boom, done. So I think that's it's a great topic we should talk about. Well, here's the thing. Infrastructure. infrastructure. Well, here's the thing. You know, we can make this. Uh, I don't I'm not making light of a thing. We can turn it into PSA. You know, suicide awareness is a huge thing. So, you know, there are resources. Don't jump off. Don't go to San Francisco and jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. They're much no, better. actually, they, uh, I think since that documentary came out, there has been a whole movement. They raised funds to put nets underneath, mm -hmm. and then they installed help phones on the bridge. So if you're walking— Awesome. And, like, you're—yeah, you have that. And then I think there actually is a, a guard now that's—or they have some type of responder, first responder kind of system set up. So, because it was—I'm not kidding you, it was that bad. Oh, I, oh, I absolutely look it up. It. Looking it up now. You got me on it. So we're talking about infrastructure. Okay, infrastructure. So, you know, uh, well, here's the thing. The, the, the nets under the Golden Gate Bridge would count. Uh, the bridge itself would, would count. And I think, you know, whatever personal or professional or political thoughts on this president, he's a businessman. He knows the value of money. And so unlike your, if you remember last time, there was a big infusion into uh, – the infrastructure under the previous president, it was called, oh, we have all these shovel-ready jobs. So a lot of money got thrown into this this slush fund for infrastructure, saying there were shovel-ready jobs, and like then nothing got done. A lot of money was spent with nothing really to show for it. 
So I think this uh, infrastructure plan would be a, a sub substantial uh, accountability. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a smart move by any president. I don't care who the president is. Infra people want to feel safer on roads and bridges and stuff. And it is. A lot of these roads haven't been touched since the 50s. We'll also feel it's one of those topics that no one knows about until it's too late. And then that's when people are kind of like, hey. You wait till the bridge falls down, then it's like, well, oh. Well, you, you always try to involve the experts. And mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, more and more architects or whatever the, that field is, they're voicing that now. It's like, hey. Civil engineering. Civil, yeah, they're like, hey, this is getting to that point where someone's going to get hurt and we don't want to blame someone but ourselves. So and this is not to. a reaction. I'm kind of taking your point and running with it. This isn't a reaction thing. We didn't have a building fall down. Or, well, what about or, here in Montgomery County? How do you feel about the infrastructure either by the city of Conroe or by the oh, commissioners? It's, it's, it's got to, money's got to go into it. And that's why one of the hot button topics in local politics is the toll roads, you know, 249. Yeah, they're talking about getting rid of that one dinky one by the uh, 242. Right, and the reason why it's uh, well, it, it is a hot button topic. It. Yeah, it's a hot button topic. Isn't it like twenty cents or something like that? Well, it's the uh, for the most part, it's the principle of the matter. It's when the uh, text dot first postulated the extension of two forty nine. It was oh, text dot funds will handle it. It won't have to be a toll road. And then over time, it's like when the Beltway was built. It was like oh, we're only going to be having to pay tolls for like fifteen years. And then that'll pay for itself and we can go free. Well, no, once you get the money in, you start budgeting for it. And uh, Grimes County is actually not paying for the uh, Grimes County has a very small part of 249 and they won't be beholden for any of the, the, the funds for it. And whereas Montgomery County will be because then that that's because, well, what, well, what do you mean by that? Like they're basically, they don't want to, Grimes County doesn't want to charge their people. Correct. So that one section of. It won't cost taxpayers anything. It's a combination of a toll road. But, but I'm still going to be charged by driving on if it. If you drive on it, yeah, but it doesn't go to Grimes County. So they they didn't want money, what you're telling me. Yeah, because it's literally, it's like a two-mile section. But that's, like, that's like free money. Why would they not want it? Just the principal of Because it? To, to get that free money, you have to put in taxpayer money for the actual uh, building of the road. Okay. And that that's where the sense. issue is when it was postulated well, to commission Well, what you do is court. you don't pay, and then you sue afterwards. There you like go. Ten years later, hey, you know, you, we're going to have to tear this down if you're not going to you know, give us money. <laughs> but, but, uh, but it is no, infrastructure is hot get, button. Who's, who's in charge of that? Here, Commissioner's here. Court, uh, Craig Doyle. So we need to get those folks in? Yeah. And just ask I'll them tell about you, because if you go to any of the candidate I, forums, they're, I did they're talking tell about Holly, it. you mm -hmm. know, she's going to start going to Lone Star. And I was like, you want you me to bump you up to VIP? And she's like, what? I was like, I can let you take that exit. I'll pay for that. Oh. Because the only thing I don't like. Oh, the, 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 yeah, the overpass, 242 overpass? You, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, that little dinky toll road. And oh, that? Like, no, I was talking 249. The, I'm talking the little dinky one, 242, uh, okay. that you pay like 20 cents okay, for. Okay, yeah, you, you can just but deal with that But the benefit is it dumps you into Lone Star. Like, mm -hmm. if you don't take that, you have to drive an extra light or something like that. But, oh, yeah. But I told her, I was like, if you want to be the VIP, get VIP with me. But Montgomery County definitely needs the improvement. Uh, you know, when Exxon was moving into the Woodlands. Yeah. Are the they not doing that? Well, they, they built the campus, but the first word was, oh, 40,000 people are coming. Well, it was only 10,000 because the people thought it was like the world headquarters. It's just a huge campus. But significant, no matter what, Woodlands was not ready for it. And so they had to start increasing, start tearing up the roads and laying down increased aqueducts. You know, you have 10,000 new people. You need to be able to accommodate 10,000 new toilets. Okay. 10,000 new sinks. And so you have to put in aqueducts. You don't so need, need 10,000 toilets. Okay, 5,000. Well, you know, women, you got to have 48 toilets in any single public bathroom so they can go and talk into whatever things girls do in the toilet when they go in groups. You know way too much about what they, what they do. Well, I've been married four times. Why are you bothered it. with that? No. 
Because men, we go individually. Okay. And we, we leave. I, I get you. I feel you. You know, know. they, they go. It's I remember the event. Astrodome. I remember the troughs. <laughs> I remember telling my it's dad. It's a social event really for women. <laughs> yeah. Men have protocols. You know, who you talk to, how long you can make eye contact for, where you can make eye contact. <laughs> There are protocols, ladies, oh, and you don't follow those. But anyhow, yeah, infrastructure is definitely a hot button topic for Montgomery County uh, because more, you know, well, let's try to growing. work that out. Let's try to work that out. You know, speaking of, you know, talking to local leaders and people who are trying, we know early voting starts in a couple weeks. Uh, oh, good. Unless it started now? No, 20th. So okay, yeah, uh, eight days. Yeah, next week. We do have a special guest. This is the reason I'm bringing it up. Tomorrow we're having Bruce Barnes. He's kind of with the Democratic Party in Montgomery County, and we're going to be talking about their upcoming forum they're having February 18th where you can meet a lot of the candidates, the Democratic candidates. So I'm really excited about having them. We, we only uh, – Stephen David – uh, the, the man yeah, with he's the only Democrat names. we've had on board here. But he's running over in Houston, though, isn't he? Or is he running in this area? Which no, he, he's he, running. He lives in Houston. He, he, yeah. But he's, he's running for uh, the Democratic. No, no, he's challenging uh, Kevin, Kevin Brady. Brady. Yeah, That's so right. congressional, uh, congressional which crosses district. different right. counties. And but so here we have an opportunity to meet uh, these guys or this guy. And then we'll talk a little bit about that, about, you know, uh, my main thing that I would love about tomorrow is learning where you have your policies and you have your grounds and then how do you execute those when you're a Democrat? Because mm-hmm. I feel like when you choose your side in a sense, I'm a Republican, I choose this club, it's like you're – why would you ever want to choose? Because you're already constrained – you're constraining yourself to a certain thing. So like, why don't you disagree with one of the policies? Well, are you still a Republican? Maybe. I don't know. But I'm talking about people paying for you. Because I remember that's why you joined the club. Because they bring it on the head. you the money. Mm-hmm. So, and you have uh, to say what – they want to hear. I, just, I mean that that's just hard, especially like local politics, because we're not we're not fighting the big fight, which is you know like no. But here's the thing: it's like we, Montgomery County even has two different Tea Parties, and so and they don't like each other. So well, that's you rarely get the vote. Me, that's the endorsement thing. of both. Not not so much. It's so to appease one party, you're going to alienate uh, one uh, pack. You're going to alienate another pack. Yeah, it's, I, it's all down to the and number. Unless you're just. You just choose to be the big, big butt and be Donald Trump and no one likes you. But somehow, you know, you're if I ever ran for public office, you know, I'd probably get creamed in Montgomery County because I have social stances that aren't popular in the eyes of the people who have the money. That's what I always wondered is how do those ideals you have apply to the position you're running for? Like that was I remember one of the first things I got involved with was there was a Republican forum and they were asking these big big questions that didn't particularly have to do with the with what they're running for. And I'm like, why would you ask a Republican how they felt about X? Because they're Republicans. They're going to say the same answer. Everyone's going to say the same answer. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's the one thing I, I realized. Like, I wonder how you can be different, stand out, but also be effective in your governing and also popularity because I think the you're, schism always upset, was- you're always going to upset somebody. I absolutely agree with you. And I think the schism that we have going on between the Republican and Democratic parties, I think will give birth – to more of the independent, uh, you know, the the coffee party, you know, Tea Party was supposed to be that, and it just it got hijacked and, and became something completely different than what it was meant to be. But you know, I'm very fiscally conservative, so you know, fiscally, I'm Republican all the way. Socially, absolutely not so much. I have social stances that run contrary to a deep red mindset. You know, when it comes to adoption procedures. So you'd run as an independent. I would. Well, here's the thing. I am a Republican. I'm a registered Republican, but I'd be the one that be the Republican going into a debate and then being wailed on by the Tea Party going, you call yourself a Republican, well, but you don't yeah. believe in I this. Mean, I can't believe you actually took the time to register for that because I, when I discovered it was just Blame a big, Reagan. But it was just a big club 
Dwayne Reagan. Like, this is this is kind of he inspired, Reagan inspired me. He was awesome. Man, that's so funny. But well, we learned something new about Reagan, Sean Reagan, all the time. Reagan. Well, that happened so long ago. Get over it. No. I mean, he'll come back. That's like people who still talk about the uh, Kim Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler. He'll come like, back too. Yeah, let's get over it, guys. No. <laughs> Man, your warning's alone, Star. We're closing it out today. Okay. I enjoyed seeing you today, Sean. I missed uh, you, Dick. Hopefully, we'll get Ethan on as a special guest soon. He's the engineer of. You know, be doing Ethan, stuff thumbs here. up, thumbs down. The morning so far, yes, no, maybe. Got thumbs up. He's probably got that funny taste in his mouth too. We all do. After, after, Monday, after Monday, two right? hours on this show, we all have that. Funny yeah, you're taste. listening to Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com, Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. Coming up next is the weekly business hour with Rick Schisler. That's going to be happening at 11 o'clock. So stick around for that. Special thanks to today's sponsors: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee and Centurion Wealth Advisors. If you're just now tuning in to Morning's Lone Star, we'll be back tomorrow morning. Talk about uh, on Facebook, we're going to talk about how we're going to give Lori Morgan tickets away. What? That she's performing March 3rd, and that's going to be on Wednesday. We're going to say how we're going to do it. So if you really like her and you have time to go see her on March 3rd in, in uh, Sugarland area at the arena, we have. In Southwest Houston. Yeah, we have some tickets for you. So that's coming up on Wednesday. Uh, if you're listening to us on podcast, thanks for subscribing to us. Uh, don't forget, if you're listening live and you miss our morning shows, we podcasted every night at 8, a, uh, 8 p.m. on the f- same night of the show. So today's show will be available at 8 p.m. tonight on Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for joining us. Dick, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. You're Bye-bye. Listening. We'll see you guys later. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.